Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yeah, welcome back to NRL Crunch Time. Sock, I'm going to shortball you on here. Here's yep. your time to shine. Okay. Aaron Finch has retired from Monday Internationals. Fill us in. What's going on? Well, um, to sum it up as quickly as possible, he was in shocking form. I think he yeah. scored 23 runs in his last seven digs at an average of three. Um, the ways that you're getting out remind you. Remember Ricky Potting when he got knocked over by Jarks Callis and it was embarrassing. He ended up with his face and hands down on the wicket and you just knew your time was over. Trent Bolt just stitched him up with the new ball. He was all at sea with that. Against Zimbabwe, he looked really uncomfortable. Um, one thing I do want to highlight, so I think it was the right call at the end of the day. Um, very rarely do players get fairy tales. He gets to finish on a series win against New Zealand. Um, and I look, I, I look at his record. He scored over 5,000 runs at 40. 17 centuries in ODI cricket since 2013. Was a part of the World Cup winning title that was on in 2015. Um, and most importantly, he's captained the Australian side to a, our inaugural first T20 World Cup title uh, over in the UAE. And winning in the UAE, winning any game over in the subcontinent is like a little bit of gold. To win a T20 World Cup over there is something special. He'll still captain the T20 side for this coming World Cup. He's a fantastic T20 cricketer. He's a fantastic leader. And I hope that he wins that and has the fairy tale that he deserves there if he does want to bow out of T20 cricket. But I do think it's a great time now to blood a new captain, whether that's Pat Cummins, whether they decide to go back to Steve Smith, which would be my preference as a leader, to carry the team forward um, into the next World Cup. So it's come at the right time. It's on the back of a great series win against uh, New Zealand, who's the ranked number one in the world at the moment. So... I just want to congratulate um, Aaron Finch. And it takes a lot of courage and bravery to call your own time. And I, you know, as I said, I'm grateful as a, a supporter of cricket and a fan uh, for everything that he's done for the game. Have you played much with Finchy? Uh, I grew up playing a lot of cricket uh, with him. I went away on an Australian A tour with him in 2010, just before his career sort of had taken off, off yep. um, and played a lot of cricket uh, against him. Uh, for Victoria in the early days when I first started out. Great competitor. Um, if I had thought at that stage that he would have had the career and gone on the captain of the country, I, I wouldn't have thought that. But he's grown and developed. He's, t- he's played T20 cricket all around the world. He scored a triple century in first-class cricket. He's played test cricket for Australia. He's basically ticked off everything. You know, he's quite happily married. He's got a child. Um, so, you know, he'll look back on his career and Australian will look back on him, you know, but nothing with nice thoughts and great memories of a, you know, a great cricketing legend, in my, in my opinion. And a role model for thick boys all around the country, Aaron Finch. There's always Finch. a bloke who could get away with skinny saying they're 40 and I'm like, who's doing the these caliber <laughs> There's no way. Like, where are they doing him on his uh, neck and elbow? And, oh, no, he, he was a great player. Um, 
let's touch quickly a little left of field here on uh, on the death or, or the passing of the Queen. Now, I've, I've got a little story here. I've got a mate that is a mad EPL fan, loves his soccer, and he's just booked a holiday to England, and he got tickets to four EPL games. So he's, among other games, seeing Millwall versus QPR, which is going to be a great one, Man United, so he got tickets to Old Trafford oh. to see Man United versus Leeds and, and a couple of other games. He's, he's flying out tomorrow, and he's just found, found out that all four games have been cancelled or postponed until after he leaves. So he's essentially doing a, a week-long trip to England for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still going to go? He's still going. He's, um, the, the plane tickets were the most expensive part um, and, and the hardest part to get refunded or whatever. So he's just he's said stuff, I'm going for, for a week's holiday. But what do you think about... I mean, they're cancelling all sport for, for 10 days, I think, or two weeks. There's no comedies on TV. Uh, the tone of music I've heard on radio has to match up to a sombre mood. Um, we couldn't do the sports bet. They, they weren't advertising sports bet. On the day of the death, they weren't advertising gambling. You know, Really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, everything everything at, uh, on BBC has to be done in black instead of red. Um, I think she lies in state. I think they call for 10 days. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the funeral that I think I deserve as well when I pass. Yeah, I was like going to say that. Yeah, I was going to say that. National Day of Mourning, uh, maybe. Well, we will get a day off as well, I've heard. At, September at 22nd, I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, you Love booked, that. You booked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what will we get? Because we've had the Queen's birthday. Will yeah. we get Prince... A King's King, birthday. King, King, King Charlie... His birthday. Oh, look, Will that I be think, another holiday? Look, I think we've earned it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, holiday next weekend. For, for us as Australians, and, you know, we'll have some monarchists out there, but what do you think will be uh, a bigger television event? The, the funeral for Shane Warne or the funeral for the Queen? That's an interesting one, that. Uh, I, uh, look, I, I think there still will be so many people who, um, you know, Historically, uh, are attached to the Queen, so yeah. um, you know, with with a lot of people's um, you know roots back to, to Great Britain, um, you know, she she was very well respected. And working with the England team, I, one thing I've been thinking about is is the anthem, right? So yeah. we wear these special anthem jackets every time there's a Test match, and, and it's obviously God save the, uh, the, Queen. the Queen. So yeah. even the the subtle change in, in lyrics, God save the um, King, yeah. And, yeah. and the guys that are co- they're re- super passionate, obviously about about the Queen, you know, yeah. so it's interesting to see whether that passion now rolls over to, to, to the new King Resonates. and, and, um, and that, yeah, like, as I said, very much uh, rawless and um, it'd be interesting to see what, what that change looks like. Here's, here's a little one for you that you wouldn't have thought of. So um, this is my girlfriend's a lawyer. So in the legal world, uh, you become a barrister and then the top rank you can rise to is a QC, mm. Queen's Council. They're all getting their titles changed now to a KC, the King's Council, right. which sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? Because I'd always heard, you know, oh, this guy's got a QC yeah, representing him, something like that. Really They're cool. all now in the process of being changed to KCs. Yeah. And it will affect our uh, Governor-General. Will that have to change because he was appointed by the Queen or that does that stay? I think it's David. You're asking uh, the wrong guy. D- David yeah. Hurley, that. He's a yeah. big South Sydney supporter, David uh, Hurley. Well, <laughs> big South Sydney well, supporter. he can definitely stay. Um, He'll keep him then. Uh, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it impacts um, yeah. his position there from, yeah. Uh, yeah, from my understanding. But I know that I think he pro- proclaims the, the new king today. I think that's, that's happening at some oh, stage wow. today, yeah. It's that's actually a, affected me more than I thought it would. Like, it, it, you 
look you know, upset. Well, no, I, when, it, when it did happen, I, I thought, you know, you didn't think much of it. But then you do actually realise the attachment that we do have to the monarchy and you know, the Queen and the legacy that she's left behind over so many years. And I guess the soft, gentle nature that she always presented herself with, you know, you really did endear her like you do your, your grandmother or, you know, your, your mother. It, you know, she had that sort of figure or tight role in your life so it is sad I, I can understand yeah. how it would affect a lot of people I think the main one for me is I'm I'm really not vibing with Charles I'm not feeling him no. nah, you said that yesterday oh, didn't you? you didn't you like that speech did the, you? the accent it's like it's like a it's, the, it's easily the poshest accent I've ever heard but it's almost beyond posh that it's just annoying mm. um, anyway let's let's steer this thing back on track with uh, Latrell Mitchell throughout the week uh, royalty that's, that's the segue. Rugby league royalty. <laughs> Latrell Mitchell. Uh, he's called for Roosters fans to stop booing ahead of today's elimination final. So you know what that means. That'll double the boos. Mm. Um, how do you feel about fans booing? I mean, it's probably more pertinent for you, Sock, because you'd be able to hear it when you're on the boundary line and you're getting peppered from the crowd. Mm. I've never really experienced it in swimming, but it's not... It's less of a tribal type sport. I, 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 it, there's part of me that thinks it's a part of the game, which I get. But I was here at Allianz the other night, and it was excessive and over the top. Yeah. And I understand there's a bit of bad blood. He did play for the Roosters. There's obviously the Joey Manu uh, instance that happened yeah. with it. But then I also think of the draw comparisons with Adam Goods and the mental effects yeah. that it does have on players. Like when Luke Keary touches the ball... South players aren't booing him because yeah. he left the club. Yeah. And I, I do think sometimes it goes beyond, um, you know, your fans supporting the game and become really personal. So I, it is disappointing to a set. I, mean, I am a biased South's fan, and I, yeah. I think it is something that we need to be a little bit more wary of because these things, as much as we like to put our our sports people up on pedestals and think they're untouchable. Yeah. These things really do resonate and hit hard at home. Yeah. And, you know, he's only out there trying his best, just like the opposition. I'm sure he's well-liked amongst both teams. Um, and after a while, that sort of stuff does get to you. It and I'd hate to think you, he'd have it? to go, you know what, I need some time off because I just can't keep copying his criticism, whether it be at a game or online, which he's been quite vocal about. So I do feel for him. And um, Roosters supporters, pull your bloody heads in. <laughs> Can I just give you one counter? And, and it's not necessarily my positions, but it's, it's something that other people will say. So Nelson Asofa Solomona, um, when the Storm played Parramatta the other night, every time he got the ball or went near the ball, the crowd booed. And he was playing a villain-type role, I, I guess you'd say. And he, he seemed to, to deal with it pretty well, but is it just a case that we're going to have villains? And, you know, when Latrell plays at a core stadium, he'll have 50,000 people cheering for him. When he plays at Allianz, that'll be inverted. Or should we cut that villain side out of it and not be booing anyone? It's a... I think the the heroes and, and the villains is, is almost like part of the, the, the yeah. narrative or part of the game. Oh, look... The, I thought Trent Robinson summed it up pretty well during his press conference this week. He said he understands the booing last week because of what happened with Joey Manu last year and also the opening game at the, the, the new stadium, right? And the rivalry, yeah. which is just like having Coach South, the right, it is genuine. It is yeah. Yeah. it is real. Um, but he also said, like, there's no need for it, you know, you know anymore. And yeah. I thought he summed it up pretty well, right. you know. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I would hate... Um, 
I would hate to see it, an Adam Goods situation. I really fell for Adam Goods when he was going through. Because that just turned um, into booing cheering. for the sake it, of it. It didn't turned it? into booing well, for yeah, the sake of it. It got amplified because everyone was saying, don't do it. And then people started yeah. really doing it. You know, it was almost yeah. like I remember the Raiders Roosters final where the Raiders were coming out, which I think is a great part of the game where they have their horn and, and clap. And then, you know, I saw Freddie Fittler down on the sideline and they were, while that was going on, were then banging drums, basically trying to knock the noise out. Yeah. I think things like that in the game should be really celebrated. Yeah, Even yeah. if it is from an opposition team, you know, to join in and be a part of it is is a nice thing. These are great things that bring fans and the game together and, you know, make it remarkable, I guess, in a sense. You know what probably happened with the Adam Goods one and where there's a slight difference to the, the Latrell one? It turned into fans of every team were booing Adam Goods. Mm. At the moment... Um, well, certainly for, from Bulldogs games I've gone to, no, no Bulldogs fans are booing Latrell, right? Yep. It seems like a very personal rivalry between him and the Roosters. Sure. Um, which, you know, has so many layers to it because he won them two premierships. Yeah. Uh, but then on the other hand, he left for, for their rivals. Uh, so I think where it would become destructive is if fans from every club are, are booing Latrell, but I don't think that happens. No. And, and certainly me as a... A supporter that doesn't have skin in the game for, for this, uh, Latrell is one of the main draw cards for me to switch on the game. Sure. Yeah, I agree with you, Maggie. Um, I think um, we haven't seen other fans really go hard at, at Latrell, and hopefully we don't. And hopefully yeah. today, it's, it's like obviously you, the, the nature of this contest, right? It's, it's the crowd's going to be on, yeah. right? It's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. on. Agreed. Uh, as long as it doesn't get out of hand, and as you said, as long as the other clubs don't start doing it, I think. Um, yeah. I, I think you know that sort of that bench or that rivalry, you can sort of you can understand that last week, and hopefully we don't see it too much going forward. We'll probably dig into this game a little bit deeper, but um, can you see Latrell being kept quiet two games in a row? It's going to be difficult. The big thing last week was that kicking game, right? So essentially what I call coffin corner. So almost, you know, the, the corner towards the sideline down there into the field is where they were sort of handing over the ball to Latrell Mitchell. It's almost like that sort of you know, 10 by 10 space. And their kick sprint line last week from the Roosters was outstanding. Now, can they do that two games in a row? I'd imagine they're going to try and to, to attempt to. But Latrell Mitchell in the second half, I thought the longer the game went, so I can, you know, you being a big supporter of the Bunnies, the longer the game went, the more dangerous, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the more dangerous the, the Bunnies looked. Mm. And what Roosters will want to do today is keep the game tight. They'll want to try and make it a small field game because if it's a big field game, Latrell and Cody get going and then they're going to be hard to handle. Yeah, Tedesco um, said it in his post-pest conference and yeah, the media were angling it. Oh, was, was it personal? You know, did you want to go after Latrell? And they said no. Exactly um, what you said there, Steves, is he's so attacking when we give him space. Yeah. So we knew that we had to get three, four, five numbers in behind him because if we give him 10, 15 metres to work with, he can quickly turn that into 50, 60 metres. So, um, I, heard, um, I heard Matthew Johns give some really interesting insight the other day about uh, the Roosters' kick pressure and, and getting to Luttrell. And he was saying uh, when Luttrell looks up, he might see a wall of, of 13 players. But the one thing about a kick chase is that wall is only ever one man deep. And if a player like Latrell can single out one person in that wall, mm. he can nearly always beat them one-on-one. Yep. So he was saying maybe Latrell got a little bit lateral yeah. last week, oh, trying to get around that yeah. kick yeah. chase. But if Latrell kind of straightens up and picks out one person in that kick chase, he, he may 
get over the top of, of, of that kick chase more than once um, mm. today, which was a really interesting insight because I, I, I often watch the game and think the same. The fullbacks have got the hardest job in the world. They look up, there's 13 blokes sprinting towards them. But mm. that sort of mindset, and for someone as big as Luttrell, if he can pick out a, a Sam Walker or a Kiri in that kick chase, mm. it, it may turn things around. Yeah, worst case, even if he doesn't break the tackle... When you just when you isolate one defender, you can get a quicker play of the ball. Yeah. So, so you know Tupu or um, you know any of the outside backs who carry on the next play, that they get they get yeah. a quicker play of the ball and then yeah. you're not going into that wall of defenders. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break here on NRL Crunch Time. Coming up, remember we've got live coverage of the Roosters versus the Rabbitohs live from Allianz Stadium. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.